Hello, friends. Welcome to Outside Perspective. I'm your host, Adam Meredith. I have a good episode for you today. But man, let me let me tell you how I'm feeling. I am tired. So we are remodeling this house. Uh, my girlfriend and I. If you if this is your first time listening, welcome. Um, I'm going to share some of my life with you. If you are a repeat listener, you guys are the shit. You know what the deal is twice a week. Um, I failed you guys last week. I only brought you one episode last week. But the goal is twice a week, every week, I'll be bringing you int- uh, conversations with interesting humans from all walks of life. I'm just trying to gain some perspective, and uh, hopefully you guys will do the same. Uh, but we're remodeling this house and it is quite the endeavor getting everything all fixed up and livable. Uh, man, be, I will be happy when this uh, whole process is finished. Doing this combined with 75 hard, combined with scheduling the podcast and sitting down and doing the editing and feeling extremely fortunate because we've partnered with Convergence Media Group. Uh, You can check them out. They actually help grow brands and help uh, increase your internet presence. Um, They do media and branding, uh, online promotions. They work with all sorts of businesses. They're based here in St. Louis. You can actually check them out if you're interested as well. Um, You can go to convergencemg.com or you can check them out on social at Convergence MG, uh, but they're helping me out immensely, uh, growing the uh, the video side. We're really grow, uh, putting more effort into you know just making better content and bringing uh, bringing you guys better conversations and and I'm super excited to be partnering with them uh, moving forward. So check them out. Uh, but man, I'm uh, sore from jujitsu. I think I think I got I guess pulled a muscle or uh, strained something in my back. Did something. I got a knot. Ugh. And uh, I've been I've been using this Jumbo 200 milligram extra strength uh, muscle bomb religiously, and it's been it's been helping with that. Uh, I use Jumbo pretty much every day, especially the muscle bomb with, with training for jujitsu. So I'm doing 75 hard for, for you that don't know. Um, 75 hard is a 75 day mental challenge. It was developed by Andy Frisella and a part of the challenge is working out twice a day. Now it isn't a physical challenge. So, you know, it's, it's really about, you know, dedicating the time and putting in the 45 minutes and one of those has to be outside there will be physical benefits i mean just as a natural side effect of you know doing that much movement but i'm also training for this uh this upcoming five on five quintet type you know dual style jiu-jitsu tournament uh called uh sub five so you know, the house renovation and training for the tournament and, you know, podcasting and the kids are, uh, they just started back to school and just all, you know, life just happening, man. And I am just feeling it. And the, the Jumbo, dude, the Jumbo CBD muscle bomb 
and the the jumbo drops have been just man they've just been vital in helping me feel good and helping me move well and helping me sleep i definitely i use the drops before i go to bed and uh man they've because i've been right now we're staying in a hotel while we're knocking out some of this renovation and it's helped me sleep better uh you know bouncing around at different you know in the, into different environments uh it's not so we have this natural instinct on you know on a very deep biological level where you know when you're in a new environment you want to keep your wits about you just in case anything is coming to attack you so anytime you sleep in a new environment whether that be a hotel or even if you're just staying at a friend's house or you know it's not your normal you don't you tend not to not sleep as well so the cbd has been helping me with that just kind of help ease that central nervous system also it does help with you know inflammation and digestion and brain health and uh, mood regulation, just so many different benefits coming from CBD, cannabidol, um, just one of the many compounds, you know, in the cannabis plant. But this one in particular uh, is, you know, being shown to have quite a few medicinal benefits and it's helping a lot of people. So I like to use it both topically and orally and uh I get a lot of great benefit from that. So if you want to check out CBD, I know a lot of people are interested. Go to jombocbd.com. You can actually save 20% off of your entire order uh, when you use the code outside at checkout. And they also do buy two, get one free. So throw two in your cart. I bet they give you that third one for free. You'll save 20% off the whole thing just by using the code outside. Uh, so one more time, jombocbd.com. <sighs> All right, I uh, I have a pretty sweet ass guest today. So I've known Roy, Roy Robinson, for quite some time. I met him, like I meet many people, uh, in the gym uh, doing jujitsu. He had I think he was had started training a couple years before me. Uh, maybe or I think maybe a little bit longer before me. I don't know, a couple years at least. And, uh, man, he started his own podcast. He is an entrepreneur. He's started businesses. He, uh, has properties in real estate. He, uh, does financial, uh, he's in, he's in the financial sector now. He, uh, man, he's just, he's, he's done promotions. So he's just, he just has a, a, uh, a very diverse background and uh he's a super interesting dude so it was really cool sitting down and catching up with him and we did two in a row actually so we sat down on and recorded one for outside perspective and then flipped the script and i did his show enter the last dragon so that was a fun conversation um we dive if you want to learn more about me it's a good one um to to check out and do it on so without any further rambling i feel like i've been rambling so much uh let's get to today's guest roy robinson everybody
and then um, <clears throat> we'll get mine done. Cool, because yeah. I, I got to think through my questions again. I don't want you to. I want you to really provide that content for it. Right on, purpose. right on. All right, <coughs> man. Well, we're going, Roy. Fucking. Um, well, let me ask you then, since what does uh, I mean MMA like? That's that's what your podcast is. Is you're gearing that towards towards your audience right now? You're just trying to have an MMA podcast, or you're trying because you're getting like real philosophical with with your conversations, right? No, yeah. So it's not you're trying just to get MMA. like the deeper it's, meanings. It's, of, a, it's a lot, man. So my podcast, Enter the Last Dragon, is a podcast based on two dope legends when it comes to the acting world and martial arts arena, Bruce Lee and Bruce Lee Roy. And so I'm basically talking about how those two individuals have influenced America, specifically Bruce Lee when it comes to martial arts yeah, and Bruce Lee Roy for the black culture. There's been a lot of people and you get so, uh, so much excitement around how individuals have started to like go bananas when they start to realize there's some maybe a black person african-american person anybody of color that's doing martial arts you see people just get excited it's like chills it's like wow not only can i do that but this guy's been doing it for a while and look how good he looks it's just exciting man so my podcast just talks about culture and how they've made a culture shift and how their influence has impacted yeah everyone you know? Yeah, what's that? What's that guy's name? Is it? Um, is it? Is it Michael Ja White? Oh yeah, yeah. Beast mode. I met him before. Man. Oh, have you? The dude is big. Is he? He looks. <sighs> he looks like he's stacked. He dude. looks phenomenal shape. Insane. He's, he's real martial artist. Oh my god, he's on another level. Like so, we were. I was coming back from California. Yeah. And he was on a flight, and I was like, dude, that's Michael Ja. White. Yeah. I'm talking to my boy, I was like, this gotta be him. Oh, yeah, I like his movies. Dude, he is insane. Yeah. Man. He's a he's a perfect example of someone who heavily influenced by Bruce Lee all day talks about it all the time all day man like it's yeah. just like one of those things I don't know about you but first Bruce Lee true Bruce Lee out movie I saw even bought was Chinese Connection oh yeah so that was just like and I don't know if you have you seen that one dude so I've seen I'm pretty sure I've seen almost every Bruce Lee movie so whenever I was an overnight security guard I I binge watched. Every movie I could possibly like, all the Clint Eastwood movies, all the Bruce Lee movies, Perfect. just to like get just like caught up on all this stuff. And um, so I'm pretty sure. And here's the thing, though: you notice a real common theme in the movies, like they're all pretty similar. They are similar. They're all, yeah. And so they have uh, they they have this thing where somebody's being oppressed. Yeah. I love that as a black man, being honest, because we've been oppressed. So a certain degree, it's like he was oppressed by, let's just say, the Japanese. Yeah. And all of a sudden, this Chinese man is being oppressed by the Japanese. And boom, 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 he fights this oppression. He comes out of the, with the win. Or that's the Chinese connection side, right? Uh-huh. So then you got like... It's always school versus school, too. Think about that, man. Yeah. Do, do you recall? All right, so... I don't know if you remember these days, but I remember when Mike first opened up his school, he would just have these random guys come in. Yeah. And they would challenge. And Mike would be like, man, get this. Okay, I'm going to sick one of my little guys. Are you not, you gonna, you think you can come at me? Hey, take care of this lightweight. Yeah. And we will work the brakes off of them. So this school challenge thing is real. Like, yeah, this that's is real super life. common. So Rodrigo was talking about that. Um, Hickson. Back in the day, and just he always had to be ready anytime. He could be eating breakfast with his family. Somebody comes up and challenges him, and it could be after a night of like being out late and just you know what I mean, just whatever he was doing, and he still had to to meet the the challenge. 
to what I guess in in one hand it's good being a champion, but what they say, heavy is the head that wears the crown. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's a lot of pressure. It's dude. a lot of pressure. Oh yeah, you gotta be ready for that, dude. Oh my goodness, I could not imagine always <clears throat> needing to be ready. Do you think? All right, so tell me in 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 your opinion when it comes to just like in general life situations, what what is training in martial arts has done for you? Like, what what do you think? Like, because I I got some things in my mind, but I yeah. want to hear from someone else. <laughs> um, so I'm extremely. It makes me real calm in a lot of situations. I don't really worry about too much. Um, I'm pretty confident I can handle almost any kind of anything that breaks loose. You know what I mean? Because it's a control. You're you're always putting yourself in like this controlled chaos. Right. You know what I mean? So uh, you learn to be calm. And so for me, between jujitsu and fighting, um, I've, I've always kind of really focused on like staying calm and controlling those emotions and like i don't i don't so i've never been in like a crazy like i mean i've been in some um some hectic situations like in fighting and different things but not like where like i'm out in the store and like fucking craziness breaks loose like so for me i want to uh i want to be able to like slow my mind in that moment you know what i mean and like be able to process the chaos so that way I can ultimately survive. So like I use the training and like I, those, those crazy situations to like try to calm my mind because it's like, I don't, I'm not in the military. So like, I'm not out there fucking, you know, doing this high, you know, this high level training like they're doing. Right. So it's like, I can only hope I don't like lose my shit. Like things really do go, you know, sideways. It's it's weird. So, so in like in 2000, this would have been 2002 to about 2004. I I used to box, so I literally I won Golden Gloves in Springfield, Springfield Housing Authority. Okay, we won it in St. Louis, and it was a big deal in that time period. Is that Springfield, it, Illinois, or Springfield, Missouri? Illinois. Okay, yeah. see, I don't want to assume. I always want to assume Missouri, but then and more often than not, it's Illinois. Illinois, yeah. yeah. So it's crazy, man. That um, during that time span, I don't know, but it's, it just felt like certain arts make you feel a certain way. I don't know why, but I felt invincible when I was boxing. Like, nobody could throw their hands with me. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. You have to feel that way. You f- I felt that way. But then, like, when it comes to... How old were you during that time? So, fresh out of college, I graduated uh, 2002. So, that would have been 21 to, through 23. You know what I'm saying? So, um, uh, it, yeah. I was on a whole nother level. I, I was went. I wanted the gloves, and it was just like nobody can touch me. And everything you would hear is like, "Yeah, man, they gonna have to register your hands." <laughs> blah blah blah. You become a lethal weapon if you hit somebody the wrong way. You hit them in the temple, they can die. You hear all these little crazy things, right? And yeah. then you wish somebody would challenge you. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I'm in the ring, can they can nobody put their hands on me? So my mindset changed when I really started training in martial arts to a, another level. So I, I even started way back with Taekwondo. Uh, even No, I pretty much would say karate, then Taekwondo. But I really went to boxing as an adult, so I felt like a man. Like, I felt like I can handle this. But when I got to BJJ, it, it was a calming thing. Like, it became like I was doing chess versus, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a weird thing, man. So did you? So when you started jiu-jitsu, were you calm? Or were you kind of, I mean, I feel like most... Not all, but for the most part, the the most common reaction to new people in jujitsu is their 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 spazzes. So I was spaz mode, and then try to beast uh, out of everything. With yeah, strength. yeah. But so, so I was I was literally spaz mode, but then um, I wanted to ex- like I wanted to 
achieve the highest level as fast as possible. So one thing I, I found out was like the easiest way to advance was learn how to fight on your back because everyone pretty much can fight standing up or if they're on, if they have their top game, it's an easier battle than being on your back. So, I, so I literally thought, okay, it's more of a thinking situation now because I may not be stronger than the next person or I could be stronger than them, but if I know how to fight on my back, and I'm just as good on top fighting, I should be able to advance faster than anyone else. That's yeah. what I'm, That was my thought process. How big were you at that time? So um, I'm 245. And you're 245 right now? Right now, bro. Oh, man, you look bigger than that. You're like, your chest is solid. I'm swat- Dude, I, I pushed the weights, man. Real yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's so I'm 245, and I, and I'm, Damn, and I was solid. too uh, – I was too – I was too 20. I was too 20 because uh, – 205 is what we were fighting at me and Cronin. Me and yeah. Cronin was coming in hard, man. And it was like, and Cronin was so strong. Play center in football. He's almost college. 300 pounds right Dude, now. Dude, Cronin is on a whole nother level. Hey, shout out to Cronin. Yeah, hey, dude. Hey, hey, MMA, old school. Hey. <laughs> dude, yeah. I would love to sit down with him. He's such a smart guy. That dude is on a whole nother level. That's my oh, guy, man. Oh, yeah. Brandon Cronin is like, he, he, his experiences would not match up to what you assume. You know yeah. what I mean? He's, got oh, he's a great guy. He was um he was going to help me, or he did help me at uh with my website a little bit back in the day. Get out of here. Yeah, he was gonna just set me up with like a whole online store and whatnot. Yeah. And we met a few times about it, but dude, he's just so intelligent. Dude, another level, man. The oh, dude, yeah. he's, he's an engineer. He's a uh, He's just crony, he's very man. entrepreneurial. I yeah, think he's yeah. got into real estate. He's, and, I he's mean, croning, man. This guy's black belt in jujitsu now. <laughs> right. Hey, listen. When I say his grind is so hard, it was so crazy He's because killing powerlifting, I think. Yeah, I, I want to say that that's has been his next motivation. So he went. I know he achieved brown and got his black, and then now he's. I see him online now on his Instagram. He's 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 picking up. I don't know how many four hundred pounds plus. Oh, he's on a, deadlift. Yeah, he's man, squatting he's, beast mode. He's oh, doing it. Man. He's moving big weight. Oh yeah, no oh, yeah. level. Yeah, oh, he's no. huge. I mean, which I mean, do you remember that time period? Like, we went from – you You started at the very first school. Very first school. I started in 2008. Okay, that's your year. Okay, yep. okay. Yep. Yeah, so putting that in perspective, you're – uh, dang, you're 11. So you could have – you literally right months after me then because – no, I was seven. I was 2007. I was a whole year. Yeah, because the school opened, I think, in 2007. Yeah, I was And seven. I started um, – you know what? I lied. 2009, Nine. I started. Yeah, I started I like 2009. Right, right, right. Yeah, right, I yeah. lied. I'm seven. Some 10 years. Yeah, so I started two, like right there at the beginning of 2009 or somewhere in there. Right, right. I, I heard uh, I heard previous pass. You was wrestling at Lindwood. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you miss wrestling? Um, Not necessarily. Uh, Sometimes, thinking about it in hindsight, I, I think uh, maybe it would have been a good idea to uh, maybe – go to like a different program and, and maybe wrestle and and actually get like my school paid for. Did you do four years or no? No, I only wrestled my freshman year, only part of it. So I found out that we were um, going to have AJ and then I just started working. Right. And uh, so I was working and going to school and we had AJ. And then, um, man, I don't know how long. So he was born in July and I think I had my first fight in like October. So I was just like, man, I just, after just like working for a while, I just got the itch to compete. And I just wanted to, uh, I, I was like, man, I can, you know, hopefully go pro with this and make some money. Did you honestly feel like at this, at the time period 
that you were in, like, you knew you was going to be making it to the UFC? Like, did you know it was going to happen? Like, what was your mindset? I mean, I was confident, yeah, man. I mean, I I quickly realized, like, it was a different level. So, you know, at that time, it was really big going through the amateur ranks. Right. And we actually had a really solid amateur scene. Like, a number of the people on the amateur scene at that time, like, went pro and had done successful pro. A number went, like, you know, into the UFC. Right. And so that was, like, a cool time. But um, um, it, I definitely saw the progression. And I don't know. Sometimes I wonder, like, you you – uh, you perform at the level of which, you know, your competition is. So I wonder if, like, you know how some people go pro, right. you know, a lot quicker. Even now I think people probably go a lot quicker than they used to. Yeah. So is it is it maybe would have been a better idea to maybe go pro a little bit quicker? Um, I don't know. But I know that, like, over the years, I never really – because I was just actually just thinking about this. I never really gave it – I had I had a good run there for a second until I got injured. And then, like, after I got injured, like, my whole mentality changed. Like, I just didn't really want to be doing it I anymore. That, yeah. But, um, like, even, like, throughout the years, like, y- there's always, like, little breaks. Like, we were talking about how people talk about training with jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And they'll say, like, oh, well, I've been training for 11 years. And I was talking to Rodrigo about this. But, yeah, but how many of those, like, have you actually been training? Were there breaks in there? Like, exactly. so out of the 11 years, like, were there really only, like, five of those active years? Right, you know what I mean? Because right, right. whatever. So life would always take you away, right? 100%. So with fighting, um, I mean, I'd let life take me away for a number of reasons. Like, I moved to San Antonio for about a year. I didn't train while I was down there because, wow. like, I wanted to come back here and, and go pro and train with St. Charles and MMA. Mm-hmm. So there was that. Or um, I would just be working and I would just do family things. So I never really, like, ever went all in on it throughout the years. Like, there'd be, like, little spurts, right? But there's a number of years where, like, I would just fight, like, once a year. So so let's, let's, let me step back on that because this makes me wonder. Like, I always wondered, what if Roy Robinson said, let's do it. I want to have that fight in the ring. I already knew I could box. Yeah. I felt good with. I'm not saying anyone can kick, but I feel good that I had would have been in, around a good training facility that would have taught me everything I needed. Yeah. And my jujitsu was solid. So I always wondered, like, I, I always wondered, what was those moments? That, was there anything that was like, what scared you? What made you say, you know what, it's now or never? What, what's, what was that? What went through your mind the first fight? Like, what were you thinking about? Your the first, first the, my very first amateur fight? fight. All the above. Yeah. Dude, so my first four amateur fights, I wasn't even at St. Charles MMA. I was independent. And I was just, like, studying. Just I was watching as many fights as I could through UFC, and I was, like, studying it, Pause. like, film. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. You fought, and you was just independent. Yeah, bro. Not working out with any team. No, dude. I was just so I had a buddy who had some amateur fights, dude. So I we, we would train together. And he was a wrestler, so I just worked out a lot. I was in really good shape, and I mind just, blown. I just studied a lot of fights. How'd you do? I went four and zero. Yeah, dude. So, but see, I tell people that all the time, dude. You know, as an amateur, you don't have to be that great to like win and be successful. You just have to be good at one thing. Right, right. 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 Like I was good at wrestling. Like that was my thing. I didn't have any stand up. That's crazy. And um, I had no jujitsu. I mean, I had some submissions though. I mean, but it's that's awesome. That's a lot of that was just athleticism and just like determination, right? I broke my nose in, like the opening fucking round of my first fight, bro. That's crazy. Yeah. Did you ever get hurt in any of your fights? No, no MMA, man. No, no, no MMA for Roy. Everything was just BJJ. But boxing, through. right? You box. Oh yeah, yeah, no. Only thing I got. Let me tell you, man. Let me tell you one fight I had that was like an eye opener for me. 
Um, craziest situation. I just won the gloves. So imagine this. I, we came from St. Louis, uh, came down from Springfield, Illinois, Springfield Housing Authority, goes to St. Louis. We were fighting. Well, I think we went against people from Hannibal. I remember, uh, I believe the school was 12th and Park from St. Louis was there. We had, um, it was a bunch of different local boxing schools. Yeah. And so I clean up the first dude. The second dude, uh, he gets no, no edit, not done. Didn't even have to worry about it, right? So this is 2003. Win the gloves. I got my little coat. They gave us a jacket. These little golden gloves. St. Louis champion. Blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. I go to, I don't know what we were somewhere in Indiana, some little small town. And the, uh, the guy, so I'm fighting like heavyweight. I'm a buck 97 at the time. And my coach is like, hey, they don't have a light for you, but there's a super for you. Uh, yeah, right? How so, big was he? Oh, he was 240. 248, 248. I never forget it because I worked him the first round. The second round, he's catching up with me. Oh, so, yeah. like, literally. I, How many rounds was it? It was only three. Three rounds. And so, do the math on this. And to come. Two my, minute rounds, right? No. It was longer than that. Uh, is it three? I don't mean This is years back. This is, what, 16 years later? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I know most, most amateur boxing, I think, are two minute rounds. And then. It felt like longer than that. Three minute man. rounds for, for pros. I don't remember. You might be right. <laughs> it's but, probably too. Well, well, Either way, it feels like an eternity. It feels like an eternity. Oh, dude. So, so Long time. The funniest part about it is the dude was having one more fights till he goes pro. Like, uh-huh. he was literally – so he was like – my coach was like, don't worry about it. He's overweight, and he's just warming back up. Don't worry about it. You want the gloves. You should be able to easily take them, right? So I'm thinking I'm all good. But, well, he's softball. Didn't know – I've never fought a softball before. Yeah. I had no clue. Man, that dude punched the light out. Like, literally, like, literally, let's just say the ceiling was yay high. Yeah. And we were fighting, and the ring was, you know, the ring's up high. There's a little bit of light right here. Second round, I got uh, TK, TKO. He hit me one time, like, golly, because I ran into his power hand. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I didn't keep my left foot outside of his right foot. Yeah. Not, you know what I'm saying? My coach is like, don't worry about it. Just stay focused. Keep your left foot outside of his right, and you'll be good because you're, you're going to match jazz. Just circle outside. Just keep circling. Yeah. He told me. You know, I was like, man, I got this. I'm going to just pow. <laughs> I was like, that power. Dude. Bro, you got to be careful. Dude, my very first dude. fight was a southpaw. He hit me with that fucking two yeah. right down the pipe. Dude. Snap, broke my nose. That's crazy. Yeah. So you in the same boat. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't break my nose. He was beast <laughs> mode, man. Yeah. So did you did you do sports in high school and stuff too? Oh, yeah. So, so played you've been an athlete your whole life. All my life, man. So, like, it's crazy. Um, I was always the taller guy in junior high. So it was like playing basketball was the thing. And then by the time I got to high school, I stopped growing pretty much my by my sophomore year. Yeah. So it was like so you were bigger than everybody else. For I was a while. bigger for a while, and then it was like I was super sophomore. But you're still big. As, I mean, you're taller than most people. What are you like six two? Six two and a half. So, but it's like six two. You playing guard, man. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I knew at that time, I was like, Coach, I think it's about time I transition. I think I need to be working on my dribbling skills. Get down to the bottom of the butt. You know what I'm saying? Because like, you play. were already bigger than everybody already else bigger, when you were younger. So. Yeah. It was all bad. So I literally stopped playing. I mean, I played all four years of basketball in high school. No, but you didn't I, sure, sure, wrestle in high school. I, but we didn't have it. Oh, really? No wrestling. So, I literally started playing football. I played two years of football and got a scholarship. Oh, really? It's oh, crazy, right? So, you're right? a super athlete. Yeah, man. So, I literally was like, I never played football a day in my life. Oh, and wow. I literally was like, I'm going to try it. Wow. And I went out there as a tight end and caught every ball I can catch. And then, if I don't um, – if I don't, and, and everybody's got a story, but I laugh at, like, I hate – that's why I hate, like, even testing. Like – I never passed my ACT to enough to make it even to NCAA to pass clearinghouse. Like I literally like it. Like mm-hmm. when you hear the the goofiness of it, I did worse. I got a 17, 16, 15. 
but I didn't know how to take a test. Dude, I think I got like a 20 on that. Like, I, didn't I didn't know how to take I a test. I didn't do very good at all. I wonder, like I always wonder, like, man, if I know how to take a test, I could probably went to D, I could probably went to NCAA D2. Yeah, I had to go to NAIA. standardized test. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I went to I went to NAIA school, little small school, Central Methodist. I couldn't, like I said, Central I couldn't Methodist, do it. Central yeah. Methodist, yeah. And then I played uh, wide receiver because I wasn't tight end in the high school is is – puny towards college tight ends you know what i'm saying oh dude so i went to boys. yeah so i went to wide out try to get my speed up and it all worked uh, how out how much too. were you weighing at that time so i was that was probably about a buck 98 that oh, was yeah. yeah that was about it buck Skinny 98 little dude. yeah but i was jumping dude so it's i had tall, yeah. yeah so it was good so power. corners like this what I'm was just, your 40 40 was garbage four six Four six? Yeah. That's fucking fuck. No, nah, it's not blazing. Let me tell you, it's blazing. Four six. That's like that's like you track shoes on, man. At a tight end, that's good. The, the tight end, I was good. That was solid. That's a solid four six. But I was a wide end. receiver. Yeah, you just needed yeah. to put on some weight, son. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds easy. It sounds easy, man. I never forget it, man. It was like so many great experiences in college, and even just like if I t- I tell anyone if they have something like sports, yeah, to take them. To get through something in life, they should run with it. I don't care if they just got any inkling of talent, and it could be any sport. Doesn't matter. No sport's better than the other in my mind. It could be tennis. It can be uh, anything. Swimming. It doesn't yeah. matter, man. But it ends at some point. I mean, you can turn it into a career. You could. You could. Or you can always have those great memories, man. Or That's what life is about. About memories. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because everything is like finite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But what about if he's like focused to start a business or something, start making money? That's cr- where it's at. Crushing it at a young age. That's where it's at, man. So that's like, let me tell you, um, how old were you when somebody told you to get a mentor? Um, I've never had anybody tell me to get a mentor. Get a mentor. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, at this stage of the game. Yeah. That's crazy, man. And that's crazy, though. So how many people do you honestly feel like you've been around that you've seen successful you've seen successful people right uh yeah for sure man i didn't see a lot of success growing up though man like i grew up in a very poor family like where Where? um so dude like my so i grew up initially on a fucking back dirt road uh, near potosi missouri like my grandma like lived on a farm like we didn't have a whole lot and um like i didn't know i can actually remember one time being like a young kid and like my mom and i um, cause she had me a month before her 18th birthday. Oh. Um, I can remember like sleeping in our car. Like we didn't have a lot. Humble beginnings. So like, uh, she married my, my stepdad who I consider like my dad. He raised me and we moved to Jeff city, but it was, I mean, he worked at Scholastic. He was an IT supervisor, oh. very just typical middle class, but I mean, they weren't the best of money. So, you know, uh, shortly after, um, I left, like, I mean, they declared, like, bankruptcy. So it's, like, we were never, like, we never had a lot of money. So here's the problem. Like, we uh, we had shit. Like, I had, like, a PS2 or whatever right. the gaming systems were. So, like, I feel like I was I was taught consumerism and, and not, like, the kind of the right mindset, like a growth mindset or anything like that. So, dude, like, I didn't really see a lot of success. You know what I mean? So like you didn't see growing, the, the legacy. You didn't TV, see, like, right, TV right, right, and shit right. like that, right? But right. I was never really taught those lessons. Lessons and um, it wasn't until um, like I got older that like I started like seeking those things out. But I've always been super entrepreneurial, dude. Like 
I remember like the very first thing I ever tried to do, like I was a little kid. I was like, well, how can I like make money? Why well, I'm, I'm no people fucking had yard sales. So like I took all my toys, and I set them out on a porch, and I like sat out there. That's of good. Of course, I made no money. Like, right, but you I, still. But yeah, but I like kind of recognized that, and then. Like, growing up, my best friend and I, we used to, like, hustle the neighborhood, shoveling snow, and fucking, um, I I found an old business card that I made back in the day for, like, a lawn mowing business. That's crazy. Dude, so, like, I've always been, like, hustling and shit, but it, um, it was just kind of innate. Dude, let me tell you, so, like, you were one of the first people I saw on that grind, on that business side, in the gym. Like, I saw you with your, and I said... Did Will just come on with a logo and a, and a bitches? Whoa. And I bought it. I bought the sweatshirt. I, I yeah. still got it. I still work out <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, that first one. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's yeah. got like the shield. Yeah. It's red. It's gray. And it's got the uh, on the arm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you got the red one? Yeah. Okay, I got the that's red the joint. second hoodie I put that's out. That's the second? Yeah. But you see what I'm saying though, yeah. right? And I sat, I sat back and I thought to myself like, dude, that's that's major. At least you were already thinking. And somebody's like, okay, um, somebody may think it's simple, it, but that merchandise is building your brand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So, like, it's – because you always think about that. Like, the brand is really the most important thing, right? And, like, I mean, you're really trying to build, like, a community. Yeah. And and send the message and, like, create a culture. Right. And you have to fuel that some way. So, right now, like, I'm selling apparel. And, like, that's a way to fuel, like, the brand. But it's, like, it's not just an apparel company, right? It's more. It's so much more than that. Right. It's definitely, like, a mindset and, like, a lifestyle, 100%. Yeah. And, um, but, it, I mean, apparel is, like, kind of where you start. And then you just expand it from there. Let's talk about it. Talk about I will. Let's talk about it. Like, I want to <laughs> hear some. I had some ideas, man. I wanted to throw your way. You, you what were you thinking? You could chew on it, man. Well, what were you thinking? Dude, so, check. So, you, you, you follow damon johns hmm? you follow damon oh damon yeah. yeah dude i fucking love shark take bro oh hey, my God. Hey. i'm so addicted to that show man. hey so oh my, my man God, he it. was he was shark tank is on he's his here own in other. st louis often yeah yeah it's, it's shark tank by itself is a whole nother conversation <laughs> but damon by himself man just laser focused on this dude the dude is creative so initially i thought about what he's work, what the current project he's got going on what's that so he said he's he's been uh, visiting a lot of radio stations, and he's putting out a motivational CD. Huh. And the CD is different from most motivational CDs. And the lines directly. Like a physical CD, or is he like? Yeah, it's, it's like it's it's it's, it's audible. He's showing your age, I, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's but but the, but the, <laughs> he's, the, he's making a tape. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. He's got the VHS and all the above. Every little old old uh, thing, you know what I'm saying? But but the nah, funny part about it is like. It directly aligns with what you're doing. The dude is like, yeah, man, I'm listening to Martin Luther King one day, and the DJ was back behind Martin Luther King uh, on his birthday playing these whatever music behind it. And yeah. he's like, oh, man, I need to come out with a freaking motivational blah, blah, blah. So I thought to myself, like, dude, I don't know about you, but when I hit the gym, I told you I've been working out, right? Yeah. Do I got my music popping? Do you? All day. And okay. so, like, the only time – it, it it really depends. If I'm walking a treadmill, I do a podcast. Do you? Because I can concentrate. But if I need something that's going to motivate me and pump me up, yeah. imagine the the same kind of – I heard your last – I think it's episode 102. Episode 102, you was really pushing out I Will. And you talked oh, about – me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I recorded that four months ago. I know. You told me. I, I listened. I, I was even game. And he was, but I can hear in your voice – 
that it was like, don't make excuses. Yeah. Bottom line, don't make excuses. I get frustrated with that. I have a hard time. Um, I Yeah, man. I really want to sit down. And um, so I have like a, a vision board and like I, I put like the top three guests in the city that I really wanted to sit down with. Yeah. And I put on there, um, this just over a year ago, or right out of year ago, probably I put Andy Frisella, Sean Stevenson, and Ben Newman. So I sat down with Ben Newman. That's cool. Um, I'm 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 gonna sit down with Andy this year for sure. And I know I want to ask him um, about because I've always asked like I've, I've thought about like what the fuck would I ask this guy? Right. Because honestly, dude, he puts out so much information for free. Like what 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 do you really need to waste your time asking him that he hasn't already probably answered like business wise and different things? But like I've been doing this seventy five hard. And um, so actually about that. yeah, and um, like it's it's a real it's really about like mental strength with the program, which is like perfect because like that's what I'm all about. And I've noticed like I've I've gained a lot of mental strength like through you know MMA and competition and just right. like difficult challenges and such as this. And like I've noticed like I don't know like stepping back for half a second like I started this podcast because I feel like I lack empathy. Like, it's hard for me to connect with people or, like, feel for them. Like, and part of it is, I think, because, like, even from the time whenever I wrestled, I had a coach that said, like, you should always kind of walk around with a chip on your shoulder. So, like, I really own that. So, you've been coach trained almost to be like that. Because, like, you're you're competing and it's physical competition and, you know, it's combative, right? So, so you, you kind of have to have that edge about you. That's true. Right? So, I kind of lived in that space for a really long time. And as you're building mental strength, like, I don't have that natural, like, empathetic response. So um, that was kind of part of the reason why I wanted to do this so I can sit down and connect with people, which it, it's, it's been really great. But um, I've noticed and I had this thought that, uh, like, the more you like you, you uh, challenge yourself and you kind of, like, uh, increase your mental strength and you become stronger in that way, um, it's, it's for me, I've had this natural response where I get less, uh, empathetic. I don't really feel sympathy. I don't feel sorry for people. You know what I mean? But it's, I get less, you know what I mean? I because cause I, cause I know what the, the human capacity is and so, I know what you're really about. So there's a balance there. So I really wanted to like ask him that, like, how do you find that balance or what is your balance? Because you do it. People are important and those connections are important true. and feeling for people. It really is important. Like, I really do believe I like that. You, I feel like it's two parts to this, though. I, I get what you're saying, but I feel like you're blending two parts. So, I guess, <clears throat> I guess first part, if a customer buys something from you and they're dissatisfied, how do you feel? If they're dissatisfied? Uh, I mean, you just hear what they have to say, right? And That's the empathetic part about you. You're showing empathy. That's customer service. Yeah, yeah, skills. it's easy. That's easy, right? So yeah. you have empathy. Now let's let's take it up another level, right? Mm -hmm. The other part about it is this competition style and this mindset that you've evolved to. Because I think about myself, um, I just took Strength Finders. Um, check it out if you haven't done this already. But it's like I got it on Audible, and so like I and they allow you to take a test and you start going through it and you see your top five. They get give you enough so you can idea mm -hmm. and realizing something about me i um i'm starting to have more empathy in the fact that at first i was more or less like you what you're coming at yeah because me i'm i found out i'm an achiever that's my number one so achievers basically they say they love starting projects and they love having like set things they've accomplished and they feel good about that so it's like literally looking at someone saying man Roy, how did you start 
people. How'd you get your first rental property? How'd you start that business? How'd you do this? In my mind, I'm just like, go do it. Yeah, you just, you just go do it. Or go research it yourself. Why are you asking me? Because a lot of times people, I just go research it and I just tell you what I found. And that's in your mind, right? But everybody's not wired like that, right? So yeah. that's so so I had to find more empathy, especially for people I cared about and love. Yeah. Now, so let's change it. That's the part where I'm about to ask you. That's where we're about to get to. So your lady. Uh-huh. She wants to start something. You know she has all the tools. She's procrastinating. She's lagging. She's sitting there. But she's complaining to you. Yeah. Do you show empathy or not? Yeah, man. Well, it's See? just here's the thing. Well, there's a dichotomy, right? That's right. that's that's the thing. There's always this huge dichotomy there where you have to like pick your I mean, how you communicate with people like you can't especially her like I can't be <laughs> as rough as I might be with like you. Right, you know right, I mean? right. So, and that's just and that's I think that's like I think that's like the that addresses the whole issue of leadership, right? And like, how do you, how well do you handle people? Because right now I'm a one man team. We just went to two men on the fucking podcast, and it's like, so I mean, that's just like step one, right? Um, and you will need the empathy. You'll yeah, need that's those a, soft skills. It's su- it's super important, right? So super I, I feel like um, it's you know in the beginning it's not anything I feel like I needed um, or was important, and but as I've gotten older and like I realize it is right, right so right, it, right. striking that balance and like how you know and I was wondering what his perspective was you know on that so that's a question I 100% ask because it's something that I've thought through and 75 Heart has really uh, made me aware of that so what is that so it's a 75 day program and it's uh, so every day you do five tasks you uh two 45-minute workouts. One has to be outside. Um, you drink a gallon of water every day. You follow a diet, whatever diet. You choose the diet. No cheat meals, no alcohol. Um, you read 10 pages a day of some sort of just development for yourself. Uh, and then you take a progress pick every day. If you don't do any of those five things in the day, then you fail the day. You start back over at day one, no matter where you are. <laughs> Pause. Yeah. Hey, that's off the chain. Yeah. Who made this up? Andy Frisella. Yeah, dude. So he owns some of the superstores and first form and a number of other businesses. 75 hard. Yeah, man. And um, yeah, so I remember he started doing it like at the beginning of the year. And I was just like, man, like I probably tried and failed like six times to do this thing. Seriously? Yeah, man, because I just really wasn't mentally like into doing it. And then I just got to a point to where like I wasn't feeling my best self and I wasn't feeling like I'm operating my best. And um, I was just really off my game because, like, for me, dude, a morning routine is so fucking important. That's it. Dude, it's so boom, important. Boom. And for this, it's it's really helped me get my morning routine in the morning, like, down because, like, I wake up and, like, I get my workout in and, like, I'll take a picture and I start on my water, read my 10 pages. So, like, within, like, my first, like, hour, hour and a half of the day, like, done. I have most of it done. I just right. have, like, stay on my diet, which, okay, cool, I'll stay on my diet. No keep, alcohol. Keep drinking water. Yeah, and it's good for me because I'm actually, I'm, I'll probably stop drinking almost entirely after this entirely. Like, because I'm just kind of over alcohol. I prefer cannabis or right. more natural things. Right. Um, and then, yeah, dude, and I just got to stay on my diet, drink my water, and then get one more workout in. It's like, cool. Like, so I'm, do, already, I'm already primed for the fucking day. How do they, what if you... You gotta you gotta break up your workouts. What if you wanted to do it all together? Nope, can't do it. Why? Because it's a mental challenge. It's not a physical challenge. And um, well, he's actually got this question a lot. Like the point is, like taking the time out and and doing the fucking work um, at different points in the day. So like it can they can both be in the morning. Like I'm sure they can put like an hour break in it. But you can't do like an hour and a half workout and call that two forty five minutes. That's what I was wondering. Nope, can't do that. 
So you and one has to be outside. Yep, one has to be outside. So what do you do for your outside? Um, Is that what you do with the? Um, I see you doing a lot with. Um, um, mostly, so in the mornings I've been doing. Uh, so when I was, we were over the past week at my girlfriend's um, apartment, and I, I would I go run up to this little uh, I think this little park in Maryland Heights called Quiet Hollow had this little outdoor workout area. I work out out there and then run back. So I usually get about a little over two miles in and running, and then I'd still be like doing some push ups and pull ups. Right. And um, and they had box jumps and different things up there, so I was getting work out there. Or I go running, and sometimes dude, do like some sometimes it's a, sometimes no, I, I haven't been because oh, okay. I, I every morning I wake up and I get my outside workout in first. Like, first, okay. so I already know I'm gonna do that. So I don't even have to. It's, there's no thought there. I roll out of bed. Right. Like I know no matter what, and it's it's rained a couple of times. It's been like raining pretty hard whenever I go out there a couple right. of times, and it's just like there's no decision. So it's just it's automatically I just do it. That's awesome, man. Yeah, dude. I, I literally just do create my, that habit. My habits. That, that's a big habit. That's a big thing that you have to do, and that's that's part of being successful. Successful. successful i literally wake up every morning and i hit my workout yeah so like what, so walk me through your morning routine so like um i'm up at 5 a.m and use an alarm yep and um i am pushing myself to get up out of the bed depending on when the babies let me go to sleep shout out to my babies ryan and dean uh but uh i literally uh get up uh get all my stuff together with my clothes because i shower at the after the gym but i literally hit cardio in the morning and then i hit the weights okay Go to work. Uh, I tried to get through. How are you working out for? Uh, so I'm I'm probably there from like six thirty to eight. Okay. Uh, and then I do a. Um, uh, that's why I was asking, can you put it together? Because I'm like, I do this already anyhow. Yeah. I do cardio and then I do weights. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then um, I literally uh take my shower and I'm at work by eight forty five. Mm, nice. And then so your uh, gym's like right next to your fucking. Yep. Uh, yep. Yep. So uh, it's it's like grind mode. And then I would love to get to the point of a second workout, but then it's like life gets in the way. That's why yeah, I can't man. get my wife to gotta make the time. That's the point. She'll she, she look at me crazy right now with two little kids saying, hey, what do you mean I can't go work out? You worked out in the morning already. She would look at me crazy. I would love to try that. Yeah. I would love, I'm going th- to go check it well, out. Well, the workout could be anything, man. I mean, if it's at the house, it could be body weight stuff. Um, Might have to some, do something like some, that. Some days do. Like, I'm, sometimes I'm just worn the fuck out from um, whether it's like renovating the house yeah. or whatever I'm doing. And, like, sometimes my second workout, and if it's a crazy busy day, it'll just be me walking for 45 minutes. I'll just go for a walk. Or or I've been focusing a lot more on doing, like, active mobility work. Yeah. Um, which, if you're really focusing on intention, like, it's that it, mobility is strength work. Right. It's, like, working in our end ranges. So I've been doing just a ton of mobility. I've been doing a lot of what's called CARS, which is, like, controlled um, articulated rotations. Um, where you're just moving all your joints, um, you know, through their ranges of motion. Yeah, I realize my range of motion is kind of terrible, especially from lifting weights. Yeah, like dude. trying to do this, like barely even. Yeah, dude, it's horrible. You it's know? so important. So I've been focusing so much on that because it really does help us like age better. Like yeah. how we like you know move into advanced age is important. Like I want to like have energy and move well and feel great. Right. So. I've just been really focusing like on different training. So taking the 45 minutes even to do that, it's a lot slower. And just as anybody knows, dude, nobody wants to stretch for 45 minutes at all. So even just like slowing it down and going through like the mobility movements and doing some stretching, some yoga poses and different things like breath work, like that's a workout in itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a different intensity and it's a different pace. Um, but like from a mental aspect, that's almost just as hard as, you know, going and lifting heavy weights. You, you know, know what I mean? Or if not harder. You know what else I do that's important for my daily? Do you, do you do affirmations? 
Probably like positive affirmations. Yeah. yeah, man. I'm always trying to think positive. Every day, man. I don't know how much, uh, but I bleed it and it's enough. Or I feel like I've been able to transition and grow from the way I think. Like, I literally believe in it. Yeah, you know what I mean? 100%, man. I'm a big, like, believer in just, like, the energy that we put out is, like, the energy that's returned to you because, like, I mean, I just listened to a really good clip on this. Like, like you radiate this. So always, everybody's always talking about, like, the law of attraction, right? right? Like, what we attract. But, like, you only attract what you are yeah. and the energy that you put out. So it's, like, always, like, what, like, the law of, like, radiation. Like, what are you radiating? You know what I mean? Like, what are you putting out into the world? Right, right. So big on energy and just, like, just, like, I, I constantly auditing like the people around i feel that you know what i'm saying i feel like, that I like you, I don't you know try to eliminate the ones that i do not, man i cut people off i feel I, that you can be a very good person but just not be positive and it's like unfortunately like i've had to like cut people off because of that i feel but, that man that, yeah, it, that makes sense like i uh i'm in the same space i have um certain aspirations that i have for my people yeah and um if you're not on, aligned with where i feel like you are trying to help the movement yeah, I, I feel like you should, like, or you're kind of on the path to doing some stuff in the community, dude. I am already working on it, man. Like, I, uh, um, what's up? I, I have, I'm a part of this board, man, called 24 1. Okay, and, what's, uh, what's that about? So, like, it's 24 municipalities in Normandy, in the Normandy School District area. Really? So like, yeah. Oh so it's that's the problem with St. Louis. It's general. crazy, right? There's, there's too many municipalities in the city it's as a whole. Stupid. Why is it not <laughs> annexed in all St. Louis? It's retarded, right? You know what? The problem is every time they try to do it, they get greedy and they want to get Chesterfield in the mix. And Chesterfield's like, nah, bro, you're not getting us. It's bad, Just man. Don't be greedy. I don't know. It's, it's I don't know bad. where you got to stop. At least stop it like on the inside of 270. So like, we got all of these, all these municipalities the in one community, and so it's called 24-1. And so like on that board, dude. But let me tell you, it's like it's been a lot of work. But I feel like there's a lot of opportunity. Like St. Louis is so segregated. Uh, Normandy School District is one of those school districts that's trying to come back and do a lot better. And they've been in struggle mode for for so how many years? I don't know how My long. My grandma went to Normandy. Get out of here, for real. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So like I I live in that in that in that area and and uh, I'm 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 trying to do some things to just really bring it back, man. I'm born and raised in Jennings. Uh, J-Town for life. I got to say that. Got to shout out where I'm born and raised. You know what I'm saying? That's right down the street from Normandy. Yeah. But I but I feel like, man, there is there's opportunity um, to just build. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like why don't why don't a lot, people that live in that community, why are they, why is it not flourishing? Or why is it not, like, prominent businesses with people that look like them? Or people that well, let me ask community? you this, because I've been actually perplexed by this, because I actually lived on the north side for a little bit, and have like i drive through like the city pretty regular regularly and um so i mean you know personal property taxes play a role and it's like okay well lower income areas tend to uh not be as nice it's true right so but here's the thing like even when you know things start out nice like they get pretty shitty pretty fast so it's like what is that like do do people's like do, do the people's area where they live, does it look like shit because they're poor and they just have no money to fix it? Or are they poor Dude, and, and that's the reason why it looks like shit? You so, know what so, I'm so if there was a problem statement that could be written out, it would have this whole whole wall covered up. You know what I'm saying? Like, are they fucking up? Do they fuck up the shit just because they have that? Because there's a difference between being broke and being poor, right? Right, right. You can be broke, just not have money. But when you're poor, you have like a, that's a mentality. Right. And it's like, you know, are are, are those just poor people and they just fuck up shit? They don't take care of it? It's not, it's not even that. It's a lot, it's a lot more to deal with it. So it's, it's like, if we were to peel back the onion, 
Yeah. It would start on 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 like let's just say a certain percentage of, of those individuals who don't care or transient. They don't they're like, I'm here for this brief moment in life. I don't care about this property. I don't care about the people around this property. I'm in and out. Yeah. And this area Is there a higher concentration of those? Though? It's a lot of people in and out, right? So yeah. that's that's one component of it. Yeah. I mean you really look at it, if you look at Normandy, it is super close to the airport. It's central. So I mean if I go to St. Charles, if I go downtown, it's right in the middle. Yeah. So it is the most central, closest place. If it was to be a hub, it should be the Mecca hub. Note to self, Umps was there. So, like, if you really do the math, it is the key place where you would want to have businesses, you want to have things thriving, just based on opportunity on location, right? Well, opportunity on location also can be a detriment, too, for the people that are saying, like, I want a place that... I want to get out of fast. It's not. It doesn't warm. It doesn't make it a place that feels like I want to be there. So the people that may be there, guess what? They're going to other places. They may yeah. go shopping other places. They may go to the Loop Central West End. So a lot of money is being invested into the area, especially along 70 there, right? Man, like they need to make that nice like they did 64 They need 55. to make it pop, man. So so that the the board I'm on, we talk, just talking about, we're working on these little issues. We're working on the problem statements. We're working on like, hey, so you got the small people that are in and out. You got the slumlords. I don't live in the community, but I don't take care of the property, and I won't know if the property's even going down. That's crap. what they're doing. Yeah. So you got people who are not owning property. Mm-hmm. You got all these factors that play into, so I just named a couple. Well, guess what? They're probably, because the area looks bad, property values are going down. Bad school district. People don't want to move there. Oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, well, it's, those it, are all the, playing the, together. Like, you peel back the onion, you say, dang, dang. Dude, there's a lot dang, of issues. Dang. Also, if you kind of consider the proximity that it has to fucking Ferguson, and, I mean, there's just a lot of, like, negative media in the it's, area that makes that area look a lot worse than it really is. Than it really is. And we have a beautiful area. Yeah, if Ferguson you, is nice, man. They if have, you, if I you, love the brewery there. If you look at, oh, my God. We oh. have, if you look at just in general, Umso has next door Bell Reeve. Across the street is Bell Noor. And the area I'm in, Pasadena Hills, these are like these same homes anywhere else in St. Louis, half a million to a million dollar homes, depending on which one you're looking at. Oh, dude, there's a lot of those neighborhoods tucked away all over. Tucked away, right? Oh, man. And it's just like. People don't realize that about St. Louis. It's crazy. And it's a beautiful community. So you literally step back for a second and you start saying, okay, what is the next wave? What is the next transition? How do we take a place that like technically what is it? Where's the place in Colorado? Colfax? Colfax? Something. It's a place in Colorado that was like, let's just say the dumps. And then all the weed businesses and all that stuff went there. Yeah. Most prominent, gentrified, amazing place in the world. Well, cannabis will do that, dude. It's amazing. Oh, man. Like, I'm talking about times 10. Yeah. Do you hear me? Times 10. Cannabis is <laughs> it's the, it's the game changer, bro. It's, it's times 10. People think about that on the business side, man. On oh. the business side. Dude, we would have such an upswing and just, uh, we will. We're on the path just, just like economically because you're, you're, you're not spending any more money on like, you know, policing and prosecution and all that nonsense and jailing people. And then you're making all this revenue. Dude. All the revenue. That I they just, get the tax. I just read this book called Smoke Signals and it talks about like the complete history of the cannabis plant. And man, there have been so many reports from all over the world dating back to like the late 1800s 
talking about the benefits of cannabis, you know, medicinally and all these different things. Just health-wise in general. And the government's known about it forever, and nothing's just ever done, and then there's just propaganda and just BS and lies and just, man, this perpetual just war on people, really. Right, 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 right. Fucking, they, they, this is the first time they've used, like, the military, like, against civilians, and it's for the purpose of the drug war and cannabis that's it that's it's crazy that, that's insane man like and you do the math if you have something like that basically let's just do history history what they do prohibition talk about the alcohol wave and all of a sudden the next the first set of i would call them um what do you call the first first generation first generation millionaires for them people that actually did it when it was illegal Oh yeah, like and the prohibitionists yeah, and the bootleg distributors. Yeah, oh, there's so a, many of it's, them, it's, dude. It's Jack Daniels, all the people that stuck with it. And all of a sudden, now they're billion dollar companies. Oh yeah. So are we on that next wave for the cannabis side? You know, what for I'm sure. Saying? There's going to be some of those for sure. But there's a lot of martyrs who took the hard hits, unfortunately. Already. Oh man, so I sat down with a guy on the podcast, uh, Jeff Mazansky, and he was sentenced to life without parole, and he spent. 20 some odd years in prison and he finally got out um a couple years ago or however four years ago maybe now on, on parole like that they didn't even just like expunge his shit like he actually had to go on parole which is crazy that's crazy yeah and did, was it something is he a big dealer or something well like it was that, just or? three strike rule man and he just got hit and uh it's boom they threw the book at him hey man you know what's crazy i've never done it I've never smoked weed a day in my life. Oh, really, man? There's yeah, just so I, I have many. one vice. I have, I do, I drink. I drink. You drink, you know yeah, because that's what's allowed. Yeah, I do. Yeah, one. That's I have a poison, one. dude. It makes me feel. Like I shit. know, man. It makes me feel like shit the next morning. I don't I like it. It's hard on the body. It's hard on the brain. It's proven liver. to like hurt your sleep. Oh, yeah. Above, well, I man. feel like the brain detriment is is worse than the liver. You think so? Absolutely, man. Because you you pass out, but you don't ever really get restful sleep. And sleep is like the number one important thing to our health, dude. Man, let me tell you, I'm especially actually brain on health, that. how you aging, dude. Sleep. Bro. I, I'm working Do you sleep on that, well? man. I'm, I'm just now. I got a coach uh, throughout my for my job. There's a. Um, um, a wellness coach that's been helping me through a lot of stuff. Yeah, I man. started adding in basic stuff like melatonin, but like I literally. But even then, you don't want to over rely on melatonin. I don't dude. want to rely on it, right? Yeah, so I've because been, you'll I, you'll halt your body natural production. Exactly. Yeah. So then, so I have my 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 dilemma has been like, okay, I need to do improved routines, but I'm on my grow my grind right now. Yeah. So it's like wake up early, do my work thing. Try to do the family dad thing with my little ones and then still realize I want to do stuff when it comes to real estate investing. Yeah. Businesses. And it and it forces me to be in that situation. I remember your guy, somebody who else is at the gym, who else, but he's basically talking about he does six hours and he's on that grind. I can relate. Like I literally, I was at like six hours. Six hours is like them doing pretty good. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I get six solid hours, that's rock star. Yeah. I need to be at eight and nine. That's what I want to be at. Yeah, man. It's so important. That's what I want to be at. Six hours is like four sleep cycles. So, I mean, that's kind of like good bare minimum. Some people can operate on that. I usually, I'm about seven and a half. I'm pretty good. Um, I can do six. What time do you like lay down though? Um, dude, I can use ideally, dude. I'm in bed by um like nine, nine thirty, ideally. But sometimes it's a little bit later, ten, ten thirty, especially with working and different things. Um, but dude, just sleep. I don't use an alarm when I wake up. I just naturally get up. I'm usually up by like five. Sometimes it's four thirty, but like rewind five, five thirty. Rewind before you started to become an entrepreneur to this degree, because you've always been an entrepreneur. But to this degree right now, when you were working nine to five, were you able to still get done what you were doing now? 
Yeah, that's also part of the reason why I have a hard time, um, like, relating to people's problems because, like, I've always operated with a lot. So, like, back in the day, dude, like, when I was working the 9-to-5 grind, so I was, like, working 9-to-5, and I was still training and fighting as a professional and um, still had the kids. So, and I, and for a while there, even, I was going to school getting my master's degree while fighting, while, like, you know, I was, I was actually separated at that time. So. Right, right, right working doing all of that th- all that stuff so it's like i was you know what i mean something to, to something i agree is people are able to manage and juggle but everybody can't doesn't have that capacity some people can't multitask as well what suffered during that time span what do you mean what suffered did anything suffer so like I mean, that was kind of so, like the balance um of my life like i'd wake up and i'd get my first workout in i go for a run it'd be different if i had the kids but um uh, like, you know, I wake up, go for a run, hit the nine to five, get off, go get the kids, um, take them to the gym with me. I mean, they've grown up in the gym, right, get my right, next workout right. in, yeah. go home. Now during this time, um, especially whenever I was like first separated and I, was, and I first went back to grad school, um, like I wasn't, I only had my kids on the weekends at that time. And during the week, dude, I didn't, I didn't watch TV. I, I didn't watch TV for like probably no, like no fucking around easily five to six months i didn't watch any tv i would just i'd come home i'd do my homework knock out my homework go to bed boom repeat dude so that's that's what success is success is nothing but habits man yeah you know dude. What I'm saying? and you, you you've already identified that that's awesome yeah you know habits where it's at that's healthy it. habits dude like it's it, it takes a while to create a habit like you do have to have some discipline you need to set some str- that's what they say. <laughs> yeah. I actually just read a book that they said like the average is actually now like sixty six days. Right? Um, it just varies per person. We can take, it, yeah. you know, it varies. Some people quicker, some people longer, but right, that's right. just kind of average. But the thing is, man, it's like setting yourself up for success. Yeah. There's like a br- a great book. Um, I I need the fucking. I've only kind of like list like read the cliff notes and I've listened to a couple podcasts by the author. I haven't. I have it. I just haven't you know dove into it. But it's called the power of now. And oh, it's yeah. it's essentially like kind of living your life based off what he calls like your chronotype, kind of. And I can't I can't remember the exact. Uh, I think he does like a lion, which is like an early early bird. Um, I think he did a wolf, was like a night owl. People like to stay up late. Um, he did a bear, which is like a majority of the population, yeah. where um, they kind of sleep in a little bit, kind of stay up a little bit later. They kind of they get most of their energy kind of so, midday. Yeah, 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 they're they're okay. They're, they're usually pretty good nappers. Yeah. Um, and then the other one I think he said was like a dolphin, which is somebody which would essentially have like a, like a sleep disorder or something. Like their brains is kind of wired all the time where they're always on. And I'm definitely like a lion, like I'm a morning person. I've always right. been that way my whole life. So the key would be to set up your life, like do certain things based off your you know your chronotype. Yeah. So the idea would be, you know, anytime you're developing a new habit, dude, just like set yourself up for success. Like for me, I like to get most of my shit done in the morning. Right, right. You know right. what I mean? I can win that day. Bro. What are you like, doing to, to what are you doing to to expand your mind as far as like meditation and thinking? Like just like Oh, to, dude, just visualization. So it's funny that you're talking about how you you fucking work out with music and whatnot. Yeah. I like to do um I do a lot without music. So you you know David Goggins? No, who is Oh, that? so he is like fucking badass dude, man. He's been on Rogan <laughs> a couple times and he um runs like ultra marathons and different things. He was a Navy SEAL, he was a Green Beret. Mm. Um I don't think he I think he tried out for Delta and didn't get into Delta, but uh he was yeah, just a number of special, you know, operation 
um and like he was just a badass he's a bad he is a badass dude right, right. and he does all he has a world record for pull-ups Damn. and like, <laughs> he does all wow. his, he does all of his running all of his training he runs marathons does all this shit no music and it's because he talks about like callousing your mind, hardening your mind, and like that's a good time to do it because like music hardening is hardening your mind. That's a tough word. Yeah, man. he I talks about he talks about like callousing it, like building a callus. Just uh, why? So that's nothing but like he's basically like I can get where he's he's coming from because it's like that's like I don't need the stimulant to be at my my peak. That stimulate of the music making me more. It's a distraction, it's, yeah. yeah. So it's like from the so, real, from the real enemy, which is yourself, like the inner voice, dude, which is always there, dude. We always have that, dude. Like when we're going fucking hard and you're getting tired, your body, like your mind's telling you to stop, quit. You're about to die. But how many times have you ever like pushed through that wall, bro? It takes me. It takes. It's I, hard. You usually hard, have to have somebody else there, there to push you, right? But sometimes you don't have somebody else there. You need to fucking push yourself. The, I agree. So like I, I literally. But I, see, we, I guess with me learning that I'm a achiever, I see how this stuff is normal for me. Like I've been, I've I've had these wonderful experiences in life, man. Like we had the, I never forget our coach would make us even just to play basketball, make us run seven and a half. You playing varsity seven and a half miles, and yeah. you have to do it in an hour and ten minutes. Oh shit! And so if you want to try out for the team, not even make the team, yeah, just so to try it's out. ten minute mile. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so like you, good. And, and so like in, in in the mind state, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like thinking back. I've always been f- confronted with challenges. Yeah. And it's always been like So sports provided that, right? Those provided that, right? Yeah, you that know that, what that is a good a good a great thing about sports. One hundred percent. hundred percent. Those difficult challenges. We have to have those difficult times. Like and as you get older, dude, like you go through life, like you need to like create those yourself. You have to have the habit of seeking the challenge, bro. I, I I'm I'm all about that, man. I'm I I also feel like it's just so important. Weird enough as it sounds, I feel like the Forrest Gump. Like, <laughs> how do you make your life like Forrest? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just doing shit. Just doing shit. He never stuff. overthought anything. Just he do just it, I love man. that movie. It's such Dude, a great movie. How, isn't it great, <laughs> man? If you, just, if you just sit back and wrap your arms around it, like, hey, is that Forrest Gump over there? Let me just wrap my arms around what's actually happening in that movie. It's like times 10. Even if you wanted to say, there's just two individuals that sit next to each other, and he's they're at a bus stop. And randomly, somebody's just having normal conversation. Why did he start talking to the first person, second person, third person? I have no clue. But imagine all the stories that he had for them individuals that they thought were completely freaking ridiculous and lies. And he'll break out something like, you want to see Lieutenant Dan? And he's like this. You know what I'm saying? Like his life, dude. That's why I feel like everybody's life should be like. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, just, that's such, there's such a huge metaphor in that life, God, in that movie, because he just did shit, man. How like, gangster is that? I mean, he never because he wasn't a genius, right? He wasn't a smart. He was actually considered like re- retarded, right? So, right, man. Come on, man. Fucking got in school. He was good at running, so he just ran, just did what he was told. Just, like <laughs> got the in the military, military, did what he was told. <laughs> yeah, dude. But he was an all-American, and then like he was like a what? Did, what did they give him like the Medal of Honor? Or yeah, something man. Shit? For yes, come for, on, for man. running. And saving people, and then like, dude, they fishing boat, and he he invested in some uh, fruit company, Apple, Apple, right, dude. Now we have to worry about money no more. Dude, one less thing. One less thing, dude. He was a a ping pong champion. Ping pong champion. He's like, hey, Forrest, I own the ball. I own the ball. He did other side. That's all he did. Never took his eye off the ball. And and the, the 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 basics of that, if you even take that. And somebody's just like, you know what? 
I'm going to try to take some habits from Forrest. I guarantee you can improve your life. Even something on basic level is that, Yeah, man. Dude, it's funny you say that because, like, so I just had this thought because I just read this book, The One Thing, which is a pretty popular book. And it's essentially just talking about focusing on, like, the one thing which is going to get you um, to, like, your goal. So, right. anyway, everything else in life is just easier. Easy, everything right? else is easier. Yeah. And uh, that's essentially what he did. He just focused on the one thing right now. That's all he ever did. It was football, run. All right, cool. All he focused on was running. That's it. Right? Whenever it was uh, in the military, like when he was going through boot camp, it's just whatever they told him to do, he just focused on that one thing. Right? Ping pong, never take your ass the ball. He just focused on that Boom. one thing. Th- think about that how was powerful it. It was it just it, you put all your energy into that one thing. That's it, man. And you fucking, you work daily towards that. Do, and then, and so me as an achiever, I love it. Yeah. I look at it like, golly, how amazing is that? Like when people it's the process, bro. Dude, I love it, man. And it's just like to me, I, I got I get so excited, man. I was like, if somebody was just like, okay, Roy, like he said, you don't have to worry about money ever again. I would literally would be thinking about the different challenges that I can start like allowing my day to have, and those challenges I can start allowing for my kids to have. Yeah, and dude. those mistakes that I want them to make. When I say mistakes, I want them to try things, yeah. fall on their face, and be like, oh, well, it doesn't matter because I can try it again. You yeah, know what dude. I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I want that. Try again, fail better. I, like, that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying? Oh, my God, man. That's why I love for. I, I literally would like my life like Forrest, man. Forrest is a beast to me, that's dude. It's a good metaphor, man. It's a good way to live life. beast mode, man. <laughs> I'm talking about beast mode. Like, we, we took a little trip to Clearwater, Florida. We just came back on vacation. And um, I was sitting back like, I need a beach house. Like maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead. There you go. It's in my head now. It's mentally in my head. It's Put like that shit on the vision board, dude. Bow. Visualize that every day. Wow. Yeah. You man. know what I'm saying? Like I'm literally like, yeah, I need the beach house. Like we went to St. Petersburg Beach. Cronin was like, dude, we're thinking about moving. Cronin hits me up on on uh, I think it was on IG. He hit me up. He's like, dude. I love it there. We think about moving. Cronus in, in freaking L.A. Or I'd rather live, I'm not going to lie, dude. If, if, between Florida and Cali, I'm staying in Cali. Like, uh, Florida's an interesting spot. I couldn't call living there. They got some nice spots, though. It's nice, man. Yeah. It's nice, man. Oh, it's dude, we were dope. just down there. Uh, my, my sister lives in St. Petersburg. and um, Oh, so I'm, I'm preaching to the choir. Yeah, I was just down in Clearwater area not that long ago. Dude, Took I the love kids it. down there. It's amazing, man. Yeah, man. Got a buddy who's on the podcast. Um, he, used to, he used to train at St. Charles Mimic back in the day okay. um joel i probably know um erlickson and um, i actually sat down with him on the podcast he took us out on the boat and shit it was really cool man we had a great time you can't tell me you that's not your life um dude if i had to choose bro nah i wouldn't live there so you'd rather take the earthquakes yeah bro i would i would the weather is nice and like, like if, the if i'm choosing right or I'm even there. then like if i were gonna go that i haven't been there yet but i think i would probably like savannah just go up a little bit uh, yeah. a little north there you're still that. on the coast there yeah, savannah georgia yeah, i fuck with georgia that. dude i feel that i feel that i feel that i feel that you've been out of the game i've been out of the game so long man it's That's been a it right while hey it's been a minute man yeah man but i can dig florida but here's the thing man fucking like i boa constrictor is now the Gators, ah, yeah. big ass bugs. Don't remind me, crazy of that. ass people. Everywhere is All the crazy news Florida is down man. in Florida, bro. Florida man. Yeah, but nah, man. I'm just not about it. I'm not fucking about it. You know what I'm saying? It's I like Cali. LA. It's easier in LA. There's or there's, there's there's a lot of parts of California to live too. Man, that. not, you, know, you got Northern San Cali. Diego. I feel that. South, yeah, San Diego. There's a lot of places, that. man. It's some it's some love. I, I definitely show LA. Love. I like that. I like that uh, West Coast. 
Coast energy. It just kind of fits my vibe a little better. It's good energy, man. It's good energy. I will say that. Yeah. Now, do you are are you feeling that uh, it's gonna be a new shift though? Like, what do you think? Like, when as far as like uh, Midwest and mid Midwest people. Do you feel like people – I don't feel like people are moving to Midwest like that. Like, I don't know, man. You know, honestly, as I'm getting older, I'm really appreciating Missouri. Like, I'm going to be here for a little bit, at least for another probably 10 years or so until my kids get a little bit older. But for me, dude, you know where it's at? It's fucking Austin. I love That's what I'm about to say. I feel like people are moving to Texas yeah. like crazy. I'll probably move there, to be honest. I love Austin, Texas, bro. Austin's love, rocking oh, right now. Man, I love it. I like it's, Dallas. It's home. I like Dallas. Dallas is cool, too, but Austin is like me. Like, it speaks to me. All I right. love that place. All right. I was there four times last year. I've been there this year. I was thinking about going this month, but <laughs> is it possible? <laughs> Man, squeezing. I got some other trips I really need to get to, but yeah, dude, Austin's where it's at. But I love this place too. I'll probably here's the thing, dude. Like I intend to, like I want to make a lot of money, so I'll probably have a spot here as well. Right. I really want to own a condo in Chicago and Austin. I'll probably have one here. That there, would be love, there. man. That Dude, would just be keep love. it all central. It's all central it's timing, so I won't ever fuck up that. But it's like boom, Chicago Straight in the flights. summer. Austin in the winter, here whenever I want to. Southwest, man. Easy <laughs> flights, you know what I'm saying? Private, bro. Oh, hey, I'm not mad. <laughs> hey, hey, level up. Man. Dude, I was going to talk to you about that. Level yeah, up. We'll I will, man. Po- yeah, we'll do it on your podcast, bro. All right. All right. All right. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. That's See, what's up. get ahead of yourself. I do, man. It's a natural flow, though. I feel that. I, I know. We, so we're we're actually about an hour now in, so let's, yeah, we'll wrap this one up. Seriously. And then we'll, we'll come back on for years. But, um. Dude, tell I mean I'll leave it up to you though. I know there's you got you're working on a few different things. So, yeah, so plug your podcast. Um, no. if anybody wanna get hold of you, you know, anything like that. So um I am working on a new podcast I just started called Enter the Last Dragon. Check us out. You can find us on YouTube, find us on Instagram. We're just building this this community out. My podcast is specifically around martial arts, Bruce Lee and Bruce Lee Roy, and it's for the culture. So individuals of color who have realized that they have a passion for martial arts and how it has influenced their lives. So, like, doesn't even matter if it's even relating to hip-hop oppression or even just battling something that they feel like has been challenging them. One thing that martial arts has done is allow people to persevere. Yeah. So my podcast is, check us out, www.enterthelastdragon.com. You can uh, pretty much get every, I'm on every Every uh, podcast uh, station. So, literally, you can go to iTunes, Podbean, anywhere you can think of. I'm there. Yeah. So, Spotify, so, Stitcher, yeah. iHeartRadio, yeah, all I'm, that good I'm, stuff. I haven't made iHeart. Okay. <laughs> I'm working on Pandora. I still haven't made that one. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, I don't, I don't it's think It's a process. It is a process. So, but I'm, I've been on Pandora. Sometimes it takes a while to get yeah. back to you, too. Yeah, cool, I'm, man. And uh, I'll put this in the show notes. And yeah. uh, so, uh, and I'll be on this And personal, episode. RDR314. Check it out there on Instagram and all, as well. My personal is on it as well. And I'm definitely a person to follow because I got a lot going on. Yeah. Is Instagram your best one to follow? You, uh, you so, twi- my personal, RDR314. And my, um, if you're looking for my personal, that's, that's the one where my community is pretty much built out. Yeah. Like, wide enough, maybe like Twitter or something. Or I, don't have a, I have a Twitter for my personal. I haven't, Inter Last Dragon, so baby new. Uh-huh. Like, I have followers on Facebook, but it's just like, I'm at about almost a thousand or so on Facebook. Yeah. But I don't have, I don't have a community built out yet. It's there like, you. I want to be at thousands. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to, I want to build this network that's so huge. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I have, I have people that's really, 
that really are passionate about what I'm doing with this martial arts thing. Like people just randomly like coming to me quoting lines. Yeah. That made me feel good. <laughs> yeah. Just random, man. Yeah, you know man, what I'm saying? Because they know that's what you're about. Random. That's dope. It's dope, man. It makes me feel good. Hey, thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate oh, yeah, it. Mad love. Absolutely. I hope I ain't screaming in your ear. No, dude, you're good. <laughs> All right, man. Well, everybody, until next time. <laughs> till next time. Hey, thank you for listening. I hope you got a lot of value out of that podcast. If you did, leave us a five-star rating review. Please go tell a friend, uh, especially on Apple Podcasts, leave that review. But on anything that you're listening to, uh, on, ugh, on whatever platform you're listening on, if you can like it or share it or whatever the case may be, please do that and go tell a friend. Um, just tell one friend about it and uh, help us grow this thing. Uh, As always, we're brought to you by Imposed Will. Go check us out at imposedwill.com. Check out the full line of apparel. Help us grow the brand. You guys can impose your will and uh, look fucking good doing it. So go over there, imposedwill.com. And uh, yeah, guys, that's all I had for you. We will catch you next time. I love you. Bye. Mwah.